before him. Hezekiah was a king who trusted in God with all his heart. And he was a reformed king. God graciously raised up Hezekiah to the throne at an extreme low point in the history of Judah. Six years into his reign, the northern tribes of Israel were being carried away into captivity because of their unfaithfulness to the Lord. And eventually that that disciplinary judgment would fall on Judah as well. Over a hundred years from this point. But in the meantime, God graciously gave uh, Jerusalem and Judah a cue in raising up Hezekiah to bring true reformation to the kingdom. The kingdom of Judah had also succumbed to idolatry and had suffered the severe consequences of that in the form of uh, uh, military defeat by their surrounding enemies, reached the point of uh, the captivity of Abraham. But the Lord graciously provided a, a king and bring about change. Immediately upon Hezekiah's dethronement, he went to work to reverse the actions of his father Ahaz. Ahaz, who was a particularly wicked king, led as a master of idolatry, made it worse than he actually even burned uh, children with uh, sacrificial fire in the Moloch. The last part of chapter 15 tells us that he closed the doors uh, of the temple. And immediately upon Hezekiah's reign, in the first uh, year, the first month of that reign, he begins to reverse the actions of his father. He opened the doors of the temple. And he immediately sets to work leading this cleansing uh, program, purifying the temple of of any remnants of uh, pagan cultic symbols, even literally cleaning it up from the the disuse of his father's reign. The first part of this chapter describes this, this cleansing work, this work of removing what was evil and wrong. True Reformation always involves that cleansing. First removing what is wrong before attempting to cleanse what is right. That's true likewise in our own, uh, our own lives as Christians. Our daily conversion involves the dying of the old man and putting on the renewal of the new man. Putting off the old and putting on the new. Things always go together. But this passage includes this negative work that begins cleansing work whereby Hezekiah uh, purified the temple or he led in that work commanding the Levites and the priests to carry it on but our text this afternoon is on the positive restoration of true worship a return to the worship of God as the Lord had commanded Hezekiah restored temple worship Our text begins in verse 20 where we read, Early the next morning, King Hezekiah gathered the people. That negative work is done. It's been carried on for six months. Immediately upon his reign, he goes to work. So that aspect is finished early in the morning of the second month. 
Secondly, the, the next doctrine is called the spin-off. It's a special uh, interest and significance of this particular occasion because the spin-off is what was offered to express repentance for specific sins. It's the kind of offering that could be brought by the individual Israelite who has sinned against the Lord show repentance and come uh, to the tabernacle to pay for his offering, his sacrifice. That the, the, the sin offering for an individual is what uh, people of Israel would devote to the Lord. They would lay their hands upon this offering and it would be sacrificed in their place. In a very personal way, pointing to the substitutional work of the Lord Jesus Christ who loved you
Verse 25, Hezekiah's faith in the Levites and the temple of the 
symbol of harps and lyres. Verse 26, So the Levite stood ready with David's instrument and the priests with their trumpets. Further, in response to this uh, argument that we've heard, 
they mention names like Oreb and Zeke. They, they give specific details of how God showed his power and grace. And from that, I would argue that uh, the reason why we ought not to limit our singing to the Psalms is because the Psalms themselves tell us to proclaim all of God's mighty works. That includes the works that God accomplishes. We ought to sing about Pentecost. We ought to sing about
different kinds of sacrifices that I can make. First offering to the Lord, also thank offerings. And we read of peace offerings. These were voluntary offerings brought by the people, even individually. They were offerings that were brought in response to God's ability to protect them. Offerings of salvation. We read that there were so many thousands of people brought in various kinds of offerings that uh, the priests couldn't take up to the work of the Levites and consecrated themselves to the Lord to take these says that all those who wanted to brought offerings of gratitude to the angel of God's presence to protect them. No It was the old covenant coming home that we are all brought together and like Hebrews just spells that out in terms of the fruit of our lips is to thank God. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, even these sacrifices of thanksgiving involve the shedding of blood. So our sacrifices of praise and thanksgiving to God are the fruit of our Lord Jesus Christ. That united worship us finally to joy in God's work as the character of this worship that we read about here. In verse 36 he says, so the service of the temple of the Lord was reestablished. Hezekiah and all the people rejoiced at what God had brought about for his people because it was done for the Lord.
together